Hi, Mama. I am so glad you're here. I have a special treat for you. One of my friends, Gladys, is going to talk about her journey through pregnancy and motherhood, and it's a really good one. And it's she's been through a lot of trauma in that, and uh, but God has just redeemed it in such an incredible way. And so if you have ever had any kind of fear or anxiety during pregnancy, this episode is for you. And I'm really excited for how God is going to use it. I just know he's going to use it in such a big way. So before we jump in, I just want to remind you, if you have loved Morning Mama and it has helped you grow and find Jesus in a new way, please take a minute to leave a review. These light me up. I cannot even tell you what they do when I read them. And when you leave a review, I'm going to read some of them on here because they are so epic. In fact, I just got one today that, oh my gosh, just, oh man, so good. Okay. You ready? This is from Alyssa Wintrode. It says, goosebumps, every single episode. I found this podcast a little over a month ago. And as a PK, newly married mama of an 18-month-old, I am imperfect and working on anything and everything to heal and be the best me for my husband and daughter. And wow, has Brittany helped me heal and take accountability for areas that I could be better. I am so thankful for finding this podcast and I am so excited to continue to heal and work on being a better me. Oh my goodness, Alyssa. Thank you. I cannot tell you what your words mean to me. All kinds of tears. The first time I read it, I had to read it first so I didn't cry on here because then I'll get all snotty, but <laughs> it means so much. I just love hearing how God is using this. Um, just uh, just such a great reminder. So thank you. And when you leave a review, it just helps this podcast get seen. It lights me up for sure, but it also helps this podcast get more found. Something about the algorithm, uh, the more reviews, it can makes it more visible to people when they search for mental health and Christian and things like that. And so I, I just ask that you would take a minute, pause this and go leave a review. And thank you for all of you that have left one. And I'll read some more on here soon. So you're all amazing. I love you. And let's jump into today's episode. It's really a, really a good one. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. I cannot tell you how excited I am today to have my friend Gladys here. She, you're going to just, just wait. It's such a treat. She has the most beautiful heart and the most amazing, powerful story. And I just think she has some really important things to share with you. She's been through just such a journey with her pregnancies. And we haven't really talked about this a lot on the podcast, but 
man, we need two more because there is so much that happens in this journey of becoming a mother and becoming a mother again. And so uh, she has some really great things to share with you and how God has moved in her life through so much pain. Um, And I'm just so excited. So Gladys, I could not be more excited to have you here today. Can you just tell everyone a little bit about yourself and your podcast? Thank you, Brittany. It's such an honor and a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited to share more with you. I'm Gladys and I'm hosting the Christian Pregnancy Podcast. You can find the podcast on any podcast platform. And so I started this podcast a few months ago because God was leading me to help Christian pregnant mamas to go through pregnancy with more peace and more joy. So great. I, yeah. I needed you like <laughs> two years ago. Where where was your podcast then? I'm glad God has uh, gotten you there now because I know so many of us need it. So I'm just so grateful for that. And yeah, I would love just for you to share your story with us about how you became a mother and what that looked like. It's such a powerful story. Yes, it has been a really long journey. So growing up, I've always dreamed of getting married and becoming a mom of few children. You know, those little girl dreams that most people have. I had one of those. I really wanted to become a mom. So when I got married and started trying for a child, I had thought that I would get pregnant immediately because I've heard of so many of my friends who got pregnant really quickly after getting married. But I did not. I, I did not. I did not get pregnant after trying. And after a few months of trying, I became pregnant and we were so excited and so happy that we were finally, finally going to be parents of a baby after trying for a few months. So we went excitedly for the checkup at the doctors and the doctor was cautioning me about the possibility of miscarriage or failed pregnancy because I'm sure at that time he could see signs that uh, it was not going as well as it should be but I was totally oblivious to it because I've always thought that once you get pregnant nine months later eight nine months later you're gonna go home with a baby in your arms and that's the dream that's what I've always dreamed of so the idea or the possibility of miscarriage was totally not in my mind at all. So I just carried on the pregnancy full of joy. I was excited and just so ex- looking forward to have a baby. But I, yeah, so I went to announce it to my close friends, to my family. And in the next doctor's visit, the doctor told me that the baby had no heartbeat. And that was because the baby had not formed properly and it was a miscarriage, but I was still carrying my baby in my womb. It's just that my baby had, died in my womb and it was a silent miscarriage and I was just so devastated because this hadn't even occurred to me I hadn't heard of friends who had miscarried I mean later on I found out that there were many people who had miscarried but of course they were silent about it they did not share about it so I was so devastated and I just remember just crying and crying in the doctor's office and I was just not able to believe the news and so yeah, anyway, I was so devastated that, but yet I still had the hope and I still had the dream of wanting to have a baby. So after I had physically recovered, we immediately started trying again. But this time it took me longer to get pregnant. It was more than half a year before I eventually got pregnant. And yes, so again, I went through the whole being excited and looking forward to have a baby nine months later. But this time I was more cautious 
And sadly, I miscarried again. I miscarried again the same way. And that repeated itself again. So I had three miscarriages, three consecutive miscarriages in total. And I had no baby. So I was pregnant for three times and I didn't even have a baby. And I didn't even have hope of ever having a baby. So, but somehow by God's grace, I carried on. I still press on. We still tried. Uh, even though the pain was so great at that time, I was recovered physically, but emotionally I was better. I, I hadn't recovered at all, but I still wanted to try. So we tried again and I was pregnant for the fourth time. And this time it was totally different from the first time when I was pregnant because the first time when I was pregnant, I was so optimistic and just so joyful, so carefree. I ate whatever I wanted. I went wherever I wanted to go. But the fourth time, now, after having been through three miscarriages, I was just so fearful. I watched what I ate. I watched what I did. My activities were limited. I, I was just caught in so much fear. I was very pessimistic. And I had no idea how to hope that the pregnancy would go well. And on hindsight, I was just trying to numb myself and prepare myself for the worst every step of the way. I was just expecting that I would just lose my baby at any point in time. So, but thank God that my pregnancy kept progressing and progressing and I hit every new milestone of the pregnancy. But instead of getting more excited, I grew more anxious because now I had more to lose because if I were to lose this pregnancy, it would be a more fully formed baby than I ever had before. So I was so, so anxious. But praise God, eventually I gave birth to a healthy baby boy. And after, after giving birth to him, I got pregnant again soon after and I had a girl one and a half years later. So now I have two children and that is my motherhood story. And so that's why I have this calling where I want to share with others who are also struggling with fear and anxiety and worries in their pregnancy because it was a totally an unpleasant experience. And it was just a terrible time going through the entire pregnancy with my son, my firstborn, feeling so worried and anxious. And also as daughters of God, where God is our heavenly father who cares for us so much, we can go through pregnancy to motherhood filled with his joy and his peace instead of fear and worry. Wow. That story, like get the part of before, but it gets me every time. Like just that, yeah, it's just the freedom and the the joy you had at first and how through everything you went through, like you just, it couldn't attach to it. Like you couldn't let yourself be in it. And that totally makes so much sense. But I just like feel the weight of that pain. And I just think it's so amazing how you are speaking up about this. Like you mentioned um, after having your first miscarriage, like finding out there's so many other people around you that had had one. And that's why I just think your mission is so amazing because we don't talk about this enough. And I don't really honestly understand why, like it is painful, but there's no shame. Like, I don't know where the shame aspect comes from. I guess just the enemy has a hold of this, but I, I just think there's so much power in sharing our stories and coming together and knowing that, that me too, you know, and I, I had a mis my miscarriage that I had was the same way where it, you know, I didn't have any physical bleeding or anything. I went and there was no heartbeat and 
afterwards, I have a similar story that I kept hearing more and more friends and family that had had miscarriages that I had no idea about. And I'm like, guys, let's talk about this. Like, let's, you know, this is where healing is going to come from when we can come together and share our stories. So it is amazing what you're doing. And, and just even, I'm excited to, to hear how you walked this out. Um, we'll get there in a minute, but like the fact that you walked through all of that and here you are having a podcast about pregnancy and joy. And like, it's amazing to see that transformation because this story for someone else could have ended in such a different place, but God has redeemed it in such a mighty way. And it's just so incredible. But first, before we get to the, how you watched that out, how did you care for yourself as you went through all of these miscarriages? Like, how did you keep going? What did that look like? Well, I guess what really kept me going was just clinging onto God. I just clung onto Him throughout all the way. I I was like in tears most of the time. I was in bed most of the time uh, during the recovery process. I just couldn't do anything. Like when I went to work, I was just right in front of my computer, unable to, you know, even perform basic functions at times, basic work functions and it was just a terrible time but uh, all I could do was just cling on to God and reminding myself of my salvation that in the end at the end of the day even if I don't have a baby I still have God I still have him and I still have my hope in salvation so that was what going on is my faith in God and my trust in Jesus that I have him he's always with me he will never leave me or forsake me so I clung to the word And although it was a really, really tough time, but I managed to get through it. And I would like to encourage anyone who is going through a really, really tough time. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a miscarriage. It can be any other thing that you are going through to just cling on to the Lord, cling on to your salvation, cling on to the hope of the salvation that Jesus Christ has bought on the cross for you and that he he died for us and that so that we can have eternal life with him. And that is such a wonderful, wonderful gift. And that is worth clinging on to. So don't give up hope. So I, on hindsight, I should have cared. I know it's easy to go into, I should have done this or I should have done that. But on hindsight, it's good to reflect. I, if it were to happen again, then I pray that it will not happen again. I would have cared for my emotional and mental health more as I went through the miscarriages. So I would like to urge anyone who is going through this to really care for your emotional and mental health. So I was mostly supporting my own physical recovery by resting and eating nutritious foods and starting exercise program to you know boost my fitness and endorphins and all that. All these are great, don't get me wrong. They are really, really good. But I wish I had supported myself more in terms of mental health and emotional health and because that would have helped me a lot when I finally got pregnant in my fourth pregnancy with my son. Because instead of dealing with all the baggage, I had all this excess baggage that I was carrying from my first three failed pregnancies. Uh, and I was just stuffing them down, all this excess baggage. And when the fourth pregnancy came, they all came out, all it came out, it manifested in fear, manifested in stress, anxiety and worry and that made such a huge impact on the fourth pregnancy which I had with my firstborn son. Yeah, that is so good. I just love how you talk about all of these different ways of caring for ourselves and you did the physical part like that's that's amazing. I know a lot of us skip that, but 
you, you rested, you exercised, you ate well, and that's so great. But I love that you also talk about how there's, there was a missing component that you had, you needed to deal with this with God and process it and find that, um, that freedom and and work through it. So I, I totally believe and resonate with what you're saying and, you know, to, to not shove it down, which I think all of us tend to do. It just feels easier. We just want to like shove it down and I can relate to that's like, I feel like, cause with my miscarriage and I just had one, so not trying to compare, but we, you know, we all have our stories and I, one of the things that I feel like protected me in it is I had my miscarriage and that night I texted a friend that, that had known that I was pregnant and we got to go and share our stories like the very next day. And so instead of like hiding in not talking about it. Like, and I think the only reason I was able to make that choice is because I had done years and years of this work to get to this place because, you know, I had dealt with anger and anxiety and depression and all of these things where I often didn't talk about it, but I finally had gotten to a place where I was healthy and ready to a new, more new that I needed to do this. And so I, you know, openly talked with her about her miscarriage and cause she had just had one and, and my miscarriage. And I think that was one of the most healing moments and what made my miscarriage not have this big, long lasting impact on me, except for in a positive way. And because we have to do that in community, we have to share, we have to not when we shove things down, they just grow and fester and get darker and scarier. And when we bring them to the light, there's so much healing and growth that happens. So I, yeah, so resonate. So good. It's so good. Yeah. That's why I really love the work that you do because you you can see what difference that work that you do makes with your miscarriage versus my miscarriage back then when I totally didn't, didn't know about it. That's why I think the work that you do is so powerful and it has the potential to help so many women out there. So many women need you and the work that you do. So I like to say that I really, really commend you for that. And I thank you for that, for bringing God's light to the people who are in darkness, are in the darkness of um, whether miscarriage or mental health struggles. And yeah, I really thank God for you. Thanks, Gladys. It means so much. You know, I feel the same way about you, but I already went on and on about you. Maybe I'll do some more at the end. <laughs> you know how I am just equally as passionate. So thank you, girl. Oh, you're amazing. Um, okay, so moving to the next part, because you have so many elements to your story. I just thought this was such a powerful thing when you shared it with me previously, what challenges did you face during your postpartum period and how did you overcome them? Okay. Maybe before I even reach the postpartum period, I'll share about the challenges that I faced during my first successful pregnancy, which was my fourth pregnancy after the first three miscarriages. So in my uh, fourth pregnancy, I struggled a lot with anxiety and fear because of the previous miscarriages. And I just didn't know what to do at that time. And I didn't even think of reaching out because um, this time I was hiding my pregnancy. Whereas in the first pregnancy, I was like reaching out to tell everyone, hey, I'm pregnant and celebrate with me. You know, it's such a wonderful thing. But by the time it came to my fourth pregnancy, I just wanted to hide. And I was afraid of everything. I didn't want to do any um, exercise or any activities because of fear of that possibly causing a miscarriage, although it wasn't the cause of my three miscarriages. So I was so consumed with fear that every day I would just worry about, you know, counting the kicks. I remember the, the, 
the OB, the OBGYN telling me to count the kicks and monitor for movements. And I remember just sitting down, trying to count the kicks. And if it was short, I would start worrying and panicking and wondering, should I go to the hospital? And um, the thing is, I didn't even take any action. It would, ha- it would have worked if I had gone to the hospital and get myself checked out, but I just sat there paralyzed in fear, not doing anything. I was just so consumed in my worry and in my in my in my mind. So I was so certain that I would lose the baby anytime that even up to the time I was in labor, I wasn't even sure that I would give birth to a healthy baby. I was so sure that I would lose the baby that I did not even prepare for his coming. So um, you know how people have baby showers and they prepare all their clothes, the diapers, the do up the nursery. I did not do any of that. I did not prepare a nursery. I did not prepare the baby's room. I had nothing. It was just a horrible, horrible thing to come back from the hospital with a healthy baby. I was so happy. But the moment I reached home and I realized I had no diapers, oh dear, I had no this, I had no that, I had nothing and I totally didn't know what to do because like people prepare themselves learning how to change diapers learning how to burp a baby learning how to you know the the sleep and the eat schedules of the baby but I totally didn't know about all that because during my pregnancy I was just so consumed with fear and worry that I was going to lose my baby that I did not even think about the remote possibility about the possibility that I would have a baby to be able to prepare myself for it. So um, that set set me up for failure during postpartum. Okay, I shouldn't call it failure, but it was a learning process that, you know, I had to learn everything hands-on with a a baby. You know how you go to those um, classes where you practice your diaper changing on a doll baby and everything. I I just had to learn everything with my actual baby. And it was so tough because, you know, during the postpartum phase, there's so many things going on. Your body is still recovering. Your emotions, your hormones are all over the place. And it just made everything really, really tough. I was just so unprepared. And uh, and I was having difficulty breastfeeding because I hadn't mentally and uh, prepared myself. I hadn't prepared myself emotionally and even spiritually. Now I realize that spiritual preparation is also very, very important. And that is why I also want to help the listeners of my podcast to be spiritually prepared for their pregnancy and especially their postpartum because a lot of things can happen. The evil one can attack us when we are feeling down and in a vulnerable place, like especially during the postpartum period where we have just given birth to a a baby. So that is why I'm on this mission to teach my listeners, teach the people who are listening to prepare themselves emotionally and more from the spiritual aspect. That, that's why I'm doing a Praying for Your Pregnancy and Baby series on my podcast right now. If you go to my podcast at the Christian Pregnancy Podcast, there's these prayers for the pregnancy where I'm praying through the psalm, the different psalm in each episode for the baby and the pregnancy. So this is part of the spiritual uh, spiritual preparation, which I wish that I had for myself. So, and although I there, there is redeeming grace from Jesus, because although I did not prepare myself for with the pregnancy with my son, um, God gave me a daughter. God gave me another pregnancy, another healthy pregnancy with my daughter. And thank God that I was able to apply all that he had shown me because 
I was, I really wanted another baby and I did not want to go through the whole experience again because it was just horrible. It was just terrible. And so I sought a lot. I prayed a lot. I read books, just like uh, the Supernatural Childbirth book and also other Christian pregnancy books. I read the word. I sought God. I prayed a lot. And God showed me many, many things that I have not known before. And so I applied all of that in my fifth pregnancy with my daughter and praise the Lord, it went very much better. I wouldn't say it's 100% perfect, but I had more peace and more joy in my fifth pregnancy compared to my fourth pregnancy. And the postpartum period was just a bliss. It was so, so, so different. And I just want that for all my listeners as well, because we are daughters of the Most High God and we have His peace, we have His joy. So we can go through anything in life filled with His joy and His peace. And that includes pregnancy and postpartum. So good. Oh my goodness. Your story is so powerful. Just like, just such like this tangible, like, I I just like the the moment you came home and you didn't have diapers, like it just hits me so hard, like this tangible evidence of this fear. And, um, you're not alone in this. Like we all have these fears that if we let, you know, manifest and we let them keep growing, like we're talking about, they grow into these big things, but we don't always get to see like that, that clear result of it. And so I just think it's such a powerful story to like, look at how fear is impacting us. And it's, it's amazing, like what you went through and, and how you, you fought through that and came out so much stronger. And like, you had this amazing fifth pregnancy and it's just so beautiful what you have available to everyone. I love this idea of reading through the Psalms and praying them over your pregnancy. And whenever I have my next pregnancy, I am going to be listening to that. That is, I'm going to listen to all of your stuff. I'm so excited because it's, it's just this opportunity to grow closer to God. Like what is more special than growing a human inside of us? And it, and it can be that special time, but so many of us, most of us, I would even say, go into that place of fear and anxiety in that time. And I, I too, I can remember those moments of counting the kicks and not feeling anything and being paralyzed in fear and not doing anything, but you know, it was all fine, but your mind goes to so many places. And so having tools like your podcast and, and reading scripture for those moments is so powerful and important. And, uh, I just, yeah, think it's amazing. So Along with that, what advice do you have for listeners who are pregnant and are facing anxiety during this pregnancy? To cling on to God, cling on to God and his word. And especially the verses where he says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and thanksgiving, present your request to God. And his promise is that after you present your request to God, is that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guide your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So that is so important, like bringing your request to God, spending time with God, getting into the word. And that's the verse which says you cast your cares onto him because he cares for you. And he indeed cares for you. He cares for your pregnancy. He cares for your baby. So whatever worries, whatever fears that you have, just cast it to him and give it to him. And also one thing that's really important that I like to stress is that you should seek help. You get to seek help. 
because there are many resources, there are counsellors, there are therapists such as Brittany, there are coaches like myself. You don't have to go through pregnancy feeling all stressed and anxious because I can say that this is definitely not God's will for your life. And also because severe stress and anxiety have adverse impact on the pregnancy and baby and it can cause a variety of things which I will not go into. It is things like high blood pressure which leads to a lot of other uh, unpleasant things so I won't elaborate on that but it is so important to go through pregnancy and postpartum peacefully and joyfully. The impacts are great, it's generational because you get to pass on the peace and joy to your baby or and the alternative is passing on the fear and worry. So which one would you choose? I'm definitely choosing peace and joy. So you can get help. There's help available. Reach out, reach out to Brittany, reach out to myself. And as a child of God, definitely reach out to God. And you can do that because of Jesus and because of our relationship with him, we can go to him and ask him for help anytime. And God has given us uh, resources, people, professionals to help us along the way as well. Holy moly, Gladys, Gladys, I always say your name wrong. <laughs> I say how it's spelled. Anyways, that just hit me over the head, like this idea of who generationally passing down, what do you want to pass down? Fear or peace? And that is just such a clear picture of what is happening when we allow that fear to grow and, and sit in that during our pregnancy. And it's not to shame anyone if you're experiencing that. But it's just to say like, hey, there are tools out there. Like God has provided all of this in scripture. You know, there is help like Gladys says. And I I just think that picture is so clear and so powerful. And it just makes me excited for my next pregnancy. I'm like, yes, as they're in my womb, like what can I be passing on to them? And that that's just, that's amazing. So thank you for that. And yeah, that verse too is, is the one that I go back to every time, whatever kind of worry, I, whatever kind of worry I have, pregnancy or otherwise do not worry about anything not at anything that's like the old like the grounding verse that I have because if he tells me not to worry about anything like why there's no point like sometimes I can reason myself into well I should worry because maybe somehow it'll protect me but no actually he says nothing and so I'm like okay God okay got to go back to that so I I love that verse and you are just such a gift, Gladys. I am so thankful for you and the work you're doing. And uh, remind everyone where are all the places they can find you. I hope that every one of you, Mama, that is pregnant or going to be pregnant again, searches her out and and grabs onto these tools and her wisdom that she has. So where where can they find you? Okay, first of all, you can find me on my podcast. That is the Christian Pregnancy Podcast, available on most if not all podcast platforms you can also find me on my facebook group i have a small but growing facebook group at bit.ly slash christian pregnancy group that is bit.ly slash christian pregnancy group also i'm on instagram christian pregnancy that's at christian pregnancy and my website is at christianpregnancy.com so these are all the ways that you can find me but do come over to my podcast and listen to all the episodes i've quite the number there right now and i hope that it will be a blessing to you yes and i know it will so thank you for your time gladys and just the work you're doing and you're just 
changing so much about motherhood. And I'm just excited to share this, this mission and this message with all of you mamas. So thanks for listening. And let me just pray as we, as we end, God, I just thank you for Gladys and the work you have done in her. I thank you for redeeming every bit of her pain and turning her into this light that is this beacon for you in this world, God. And I just pray over every ear that's listening, God, anyone that has experienced loss or hardship, God, I know that you see them and you see every tear that they have, God, and you want to comfort them, God. I pray you would right now just pour a blanket of comfort over them, God, and just heal their hearts even in this moment, God. Put your peace that surpasses all understanding over them, God. And I pray you would show them how you want them to walk out this healing, God. Just guide them and lead them in the way that they should go, God, so that they can find the healing that's waiting for them, God. And I thank you for the gift of life, God, and that you've trusted us to be mothers, Lord. And I I just pray that everyone that has this pain, God, that you would redeem it. I know you always do. You never waste pain. God. And so I just pray right now that everyone listening that has that pain, you would just give them a glimpse of how you're going to redeem that pain, Lord. And we thank you that we can trust you in all things. And that you are so good, God. We just pray and we love you and pray all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks, mama. Love you. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.